Okay. We're on the top of the Lamed Hay in the old books. Now, he's talking about the idea of fixing this idea in our souls. Really living with this idea. He says like this, Hine, I'll start uh, four lines from the top of the page. Hine kishi yukva etzlo yichud hanal. So when a person fixes by himself this yichud, yavin v'yargish hetev, he'll uh, he'll understand and feel it well. Asher guf hadavar agashmi asher mimenu mekabel chayoso who gam kein rak levush that he'll recognize that this physical thing that he's dealing with is also just a garment. Lahaor ba'achayus aloki to the light and the chayus aloki. Right, like similar to the garments, the curtains that are above. In order that what? In order that there should be a hisavus Similarly, in order for there to be this chayus gashmi, so bechayus gashmi, bepoil mamish, hutzrach lislabish, achayus belisalem ba'advarim agashmi. It needs to be enclosed within the chayus and to be hidden in the physical things. Now look at the next line. Now, if you look at the ma'amar v'yadaita, going back to Tofresh Nun Zayin, I told you. That as it says in Hayom Yom, right, that mimer is repeated. This is a repetition. That mimer could be split in two parts. It's about a 15-page mimer in the uh, original form, right? And half of it, literally almost half of it, is Haskalah, basically explaining the different mashalim that we just explained. And then the other half of it is Avoida, which is, okay, you have to be in the world. You have to work. And he focuses a lot on this line. What is the line? That Hashem is going to bless you in what you do. That line is the impossible line for a Jew. Why do I say it's the impossible line? Because if Hashem says, look, I am going to bless you. And every dollar that you make in this world, Ariel, move over a little so I could see you a little bit here, like hiding behind nothing, and not just one person, but two people. That if Hashem would say to us, look, I'm going to bless you. And every dollar you make is coming from my bracha. It would be very easy. We'd all sit around in Kolo. We'd sit and learn. And all of a sudden there would be like these dollar bills that would just fall out of the sky into our pockets. And that would be the end of the story. No problem. So that's, no, we wouldn't play football games. We'd be sitting in Kolo, right? (laughs) So that's the beginning of the sentence. Recha Hashem. Right? That Hashem is going to bless you. Right? The problem is then, if we would only have the second part of the sentence, that would also be fine. The second part of the sentence says what? It says that you have to work. You have to get out there. You have to do ishtadlus. You have to work hard. That's also fine. We could do that. Right? A person could get out to work. It's not a problem. No one has any issues with that. That's also not an issue. So, if you look at either side of the sentence... Each side is fine in and of itself. The problem is when the sentence comes together, which means like this. The problem is that 
on the one hand, I'm expected to work very hard. On the other hand, I have to realize that my work is not what's making me my money. I have to recognize that the money is really coming from a bracha from Hashem. But I need to work. I have to make a cleave for that. That's where the confusion comes in. The confusion is, on the one hand, I have to work very hard. On the other hand, I have to realize that that work, that work is not what's making me my money. It's the bracha of Hashem that's making me the money. So just sit around and do nothing. No, no, no. You have to work. You get the problem? That's what he be, discusses extensively in the Maimavayadaita, right? This whole, with, with regards to Avoida. So he brings it here. And that's what he says. So he realized that the physical thing itself is only a garment. I will add some chayoiso, but the actual chayis itself. It's from the or and the chayis aluki, which is enclosed within the physical world. So then we could say that the physical thing by him is just a tough old thing. That's it. And therefore a person cannot look at this thing in a way that he is mishuka, like being really sunk into it. And to be drawn after it. But what's, what's the main part by him? It's the chayis of elokus. Meaning what? That, that a person has to recognize that the whole world that we live in is a gashmistic world. But the gashmistic world is only a lavush for what's really happening. It's elokus. And that's what it is. And as much as the gashmistic world looks like its own metzias, Right, if the boss screams at you, or someone cuts you off on the highway, or uh, you know whatever, right? It looks like these entities have their a life of their own. I have to realize that it's not that way. I have to realize it's elokus. That elokus is the thing that's making everything turn, everything happen, everything move. That's the, that's the point that we're bringing out. Is that clear? Is that clear? So that's what he that's what he's saying here. That this is our avoda. We have to recognize this. So, again, like we talked about yesterday, it would be easy if we would just be told, look, the Gashmias is really nothing, and, uh, you know, just stay away from it. Go up into the mountains somewhere. Go into a monastery, you know, up in the middle of the Himalayas, and, you know, just uh, be one with uh, God, so to speak, right, in, in that place. That would be <clears throat> a much in a certain way, a much easier challenge. Because really what the challenge here is, is that Hashem wants us to be very involved in the world. But on the other hand, the world shouldn't be so involved in us. Which means, yes, go get married. Yes, go get a house. Go get a job. Go get a car. You have to get all these props of this world. But don't kachzich in the gashmias. Recognize that the Gashmis is there as a prop for me to be involved in Avodah Hashem. Yeah. If you look at it, like, I mean, it's just like uh, if you really like put it in your nefesh, you place this in your nefesh, in the way is just the, the truth of the world. So you really, if, if you think about it, the Hashem wants 
I'm not going into it. I'm just going into El Cruz and things like that. Yeah, you can do it in that way. This is, that's what we're saying here. That's, that's, that's the idea. That we have to constantly be reframing, right, the way we look at things. That's the point. Constant reframe, constant reframe, constant reframe, over and over and over and over again. <laughs> that's exactly it. And that's what he says. So then he says, Now we could go back and explain what it means. Right? Is everyone with me? Okay, so that's what we have to say. This is the real meaning of what's going on over here. Yeah? This is the idea. <coughs> Not that, like we said originally, that, oh, he forgot to say Krishna. That's not what we're talking about. It's, it's the avoida of Krishna. Hainu behedra avoida de Krishna. There's a lack of the avoida of Krishna. Kishainam is bainim biyuchud avaya. Namely, that I'm not being, I'm not meditating on the yuchud of shame avaya. Bevachinus yuchud ila yuchud itata. Or problem number two. Either problem number one is I'm not even meditating. I'm not thinking about this whole story. Problem number two is that I am, but I'm not, I'm not internalizing it. I'm not making it a part of my life. In other words, a lot of times people with Hasidis, they have Hasidis Seder, and then they have the rest of the day. The objective of Hasidus Seder is to bring the Hasidus into the rest of the day. Not that it should be like I'm learning chemistry now. Hasidus is not a subject. Hasidus is a life. Right? So when you have, sometimes, sometimes you don't even meditate on it at all. And sometimes you meditate on it, you think about it, but it's like chemistry. You know, okay, I'm studying for this exam. That's not the point. The exam is life. Life is the exam. That's what we have to be doing. And that's what he says here. Right? I have not fixed this into my soul. And therefore, the world is Teufus Makom. Good? Clear? And therefore, he's given over to the, to the superficiality, the physicality of the world. And he makes it into the Iker. Since that from him he's makabel his chayos, v'hu meshukabo, so he becomes totally sunk into it. V'shocheyach al Hashem, he forgets about Hashem. Amahoyve mechayes ha'olam, right? He forgets about Hashem who is bringing into existence and giving chayos to the world. V'kol ha'inyanim ha'shayichim. And everything by him that's Shaykh Telukus becomes secondary. That's a very important line. What does it mean? That, yeah, he's a from Jew. In other words, we're not talking about here someone who's not from. We're talking about someone here who is from. But the way he's conducting himself in terms of his mitzvahs is he's, he's making checks in boxes. In other words, okay, I, I, I put on tefillin today, yes. Okay, I, I learned Gemara today, yes. Okay, I, 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 did, I gave my tzedakah, yes. In other words, 
he's not alive with the Yiddishkeit. The Yiddishkeit is something that he has. A, he has a you know he has a checklist of all the things that he's doing, but it's not him. So on the one hand, yes, it's great. He did say Kriyashma, and he did put on tefillin, and he did learn his Gemara, and he did Mazel Tov, right? But it's not his life, right? Because what's his life? His life is uh, the Super Bowl. That's his life. His life is the movies. His life is the, 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 the business that he's starting. That's his life. I, he, he, you know, his life is, is, is that, but he knows he has to also daven. Okay, so he daven. Okay, so he knows that, you know, Hashem's officially in charge, so he has to learn his dafyomi. Okay, so he learned his dafyomi. But the, 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 the emphasis and the priorities are wrong. The priority by him is, 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 the, is the business, is the this, is the, is the gosh mystical world. That's his, that's his life. Again, we're not talking about someone who's not religious. He dafka goes to Minyan, and he dafka davens three times a day, and he dafka learns chitas, and he does Rambam, and he does all the different things that he's supposed to do. But he does it to be Yotzei Zayim. Because he feels that he has to do it. Okay, so he has to do it. But that's not where he's living. That's not where he's, he's kaching. Like if you go to his house on a Friday night, what is he talking about? Is he saying a mimer? Is he saying a Hasidic story? Is he talking about, uh, like, what is he living with? Or is he, he's kaching in, he's kaching in, uh, you know, who's going to win the Super Bowl? That's what he's kaching in. So this is, this is, this is what he's saying here. All of this represents an aspect of what we say in Krishma, of that he's not, he's not uh, fulfilling the idea of the avoda of Krishma. That's the point here. The avoda of Krishma is that Hashem is his life. Hashem is where it's at. That's the, that's the main event. That's what he's kaching in. That's the idea. Yidei Chavosa. Right? He's He's let's to, to like, right? Yidei Chavosa Levad. Only to fulfill his obligations. His hope. His hope. He's, he's obligated to put on tefillin. So he puts on tefillin. He's obligated to... Uh, to learn uh, his uh, Rambam, so he learns his Rambam, right? All of these things. But what does he really want to talk about? He really wants to talk about uh, whatever. Football. Football, right. The main part by him is the chitonius, the gashmius of the world. That's what he has his chayas in, that's what he has his feelings in, that's what he's, that's what he's involved in. This is with regards to the desires of the world. Right, that he wants them, right, that he's like running towards them, so to speak. Like, you know, he, he has to have his special tastes and his special this and his special that, and he wants his taivas. And also with regards to his business. Right, with a tremendous chayas bizet. Because by him, this is the Iker. And therefore, he is Poygim. He is making that blemish in the, in the letter Yud, right, of the Shem Havaya. So this is the lack of Avoida. Yeah, you, you with me? Right? So this is, this is, the, this is the lack of Avoida that he's doing. Now, the Ine Yedua, the Chachma Vabina, 
Inyan hayyud the shem havaya. That's all the yud of the shem havaya. Who bechachma? Who bechinas hachachma? The ma'ase breishis. Right. That's the chachma of ma'ase breishis. Ve'ein hamahoy ve'es hayesh habreishis bara bechachma so bara. That when it says that Hashem created the world, He created it with His chachma. Bahare ikur hu ha'ayin hamahoy ve'es hayesh. The main part is the ayin which is bringing life to the yesh. One second. So now, when he makes the yesh into the main point, so then when he is making the, when he's making the, the yesh, the ikr, right, the, superna, the external part, and making the ayin, which is the elokus, which is flowing into the thing, into the tuffle. So then that's the idea of the poikin by yud. Why yud? Because yud is the chachma. Yud is chachma, right? We talked about this many times. Yud kevavke, right? You have four partufim in atzilus. Yud is chachma, right? Or abba, it's called in Kabbalah. The hey is bina or ema. The vav is the idea of zah or the, or the six. Midos from Chesed down to Yisoid, and the final hey is the idea of Nukva or Malchus. So what we're saying here is, why do we say, why do we choose Dafka that it's the Os Yud that is being punctured, that is being blemished? Because at the end of the day, the Yud is signifying the idea of Chachma. What's Chachma? Chachma Bara, that Hashem is creating the world with Chachma. Right? That's the Ayin. Bina is the yesh, right? But ayin is, is, is the idea of chachma. So this is the energy that he is not focusing on. He's focusing instead on the clothing, the outside, the, the garment, the concealment. And therefore, we're saying, where is the blemish? Dafka in the yud, dafka in the chachma. Got it? Yeah, David, what's your question? I was just going to say, the, um, the line, the chachma, yeah. actually a line from Targumir Shalami. Right. If you open up any of them, the crust at all is right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Tarkum, you know, Tarkum, 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 very, right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so then he says like this. He says like this. Let's skip the parentheses. So now let's get to the other side of the coin that we talk about. Right, we say because he was blemished in the Yud, he didn't do the abode of Krishma, so he has an Einish. Is a punishment. So, what is the punishment? The punishment is skila. What skila? Right. So, what does that mean? Why, why, what's the relevance of that? The chashivkan dalid misos basedin. So, as we know in Krishna, we mention all four death penalties: al dalid pagamim, which correspond to the, the four blemishes, bedalid right, on the four letters of yud kevavke and al dalid nunyot, etc. <coughs> the paigim, the blemish with the oisyud is an oinish of skila. It's known the skila who al avon of zara. So we know that what's the what what when would a person get the actual punishment with gashmias in this living world of skila? Dafka for the punish dafka for someone who is transgressing the mitzvah of not being involved in avodah zara. So what is Avodah Zarah? 
What does Zohar mean that you're bowing down to the sun, the moon, the constellations, etc.? Right? So what is the idea here? The idea here is that I am putting way too much attention and chashivas on the intermediaries in this world. In other words, most people think that a vodazara means bow down to this rock. Okay, that's also a vodazara. But majority, the concept of a vodazara is giving a chashivas to the stars, giving a chashivas to the sun, giving a chashivas to the moon, giving a chashivas to anything but Hashem. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. The chashivas is in the gashmias. The chashivas is in the physical thing. That is it. What's the hishtachaveh? Hishtachaveh means I bow down. Bow down means what? I am evattling myself to this entity. That's the Indian of hishtachaveh. So when I bow down to this thing, right? God forbid, a person bows down to a vodazara, that's one thing. But the same concept is here. If my whole topic of conversation on Friday night is about Israeli politics or about a certain movie or about the Super Bowl, it's the same concept. What am I doing? I'm hishtachaveing. What does it mean? I'm bowing down to him. I'm vattling myself to this concept, to this idea, to this thing. What is it? It's an external thing in Oilam Hazeh. That's what it is. And that's what I'm putting my chashivas into. That's what I'm evattling myself down to. This is the same concept. Yes, David. So does that mean being a fan of any piece of media as a form of Vedazara? Like what does it mean, a fan of a piece of media? What does that mean? Like, um, David is a Yankee fan. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know enough about sports to be a, a Yankee fan. Although I say DJ Yank a lot. No, 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 no. Um, for instance, you have, you, you know what the term fandom means? Okay. Tell me. You, you could probably um, imply, anyway. So, like, for instance, if there's a certain game franchise and you have a group of people who really cock it, right? That's a form of Vajazara. So, this is the idea here. This is what we're saying. We're saying that on the, on the actual level of what is a Vajazara, right? So, we know very clearly what is a Vajazara. But you can, if you look at the concept behind it, right? That's what we're referring to. What's the concept behind it? The concept behind it is that the, if I bow down to the sun, the sun is going to give me more sunlight, right? I have a field and I want an extra 20 pounds of sunlight. So if I bow down to the sun, maybe I'll get 20 pounds and, and the fields in Oklahoma, they're going to get 20 less pounds, right? This is the concept. This is the idea that what? That I'm putting a chashivas in something, right? That is a... Mumutsa. Mumutsa means an intermediary, right? That's what it is. Any type of expression like that is a vodazara. That's what it is. So let, let's read a little bit further. It says like this, right? I give a lot of chashivus. I'm putting importance on the intermediaries. I make them into the Iker. 
שהם מקורי ההשפעה, that they are the source of the השפעה, ולכן משתחו אליהם ועבוד אויסם. So therefore I bow down to them and I serve them. ובאמז הן רק שלוחי השפעה לבד. But really I have to know that they are only the שלוחים of the השפעה. כגרזם ביד החייצבו. Like the idea of an axe in the hands of a chopper. That's the concept. This is the idea. I have to look at the physical world, right, as an axe in the hands of the chopper. Who's the chopper? The Abishter is the chopper. Anytime I'm putting chashivas, credence, to anything else, this is a form of Avodah Zarah. This is the idea. This is the opposite of what we're saying here. Yeah? It's not a form of Avodah Zarah being what is art? Does not a, does not deny of Hashem's Matias. It's a form of the, in Hashem's unity. Hashem's unity. No. What is a Vodazara? A Vodazara, if you look at the Rambam, right, and you look at what it talks about over there, a Vodazara, is that they believed in God. They just believed that you know what? God if if I will give, right, if I will bow down to the sun. I know that the sun has a hundred pounds of, right, of energy that Hashem is giving it. So if I bow down to the sun, maybe the sun will give me more. Right? That's basically the concept. There's, a, there's two different concepts, Shituf and Avodazara. I mean, we could split the line between the two, right? Whether you think, right? If you want to look at a mimer that discusses it very clearly, if you look at Biyom Ashte Asar from the Rebbe, right? In the third paragraph there, he goes through the whole history and he explains how the people went wrong and how they were, first they were looking at it from one perspective then they were looking at it from a second perspective. But the point of both of these perspectives in Avodah Zarah is they're not denying the existence of God. It's just the idea is that how can we uh, get more out of the deal, so to speak. And either it's that Hashem is... 100% still in charge, and it's just that, this, that the uh, sun is doing its part, or Hashem said to the sun, you know, you take care of the story, and I will, I will sort of be in the background. But either way you look at it, Hashem is in it. The concept that Hashem, God forbid to say, like doesn't, uh, isn't around, isn't, uh, you know, doesn't exist, that's a very, that's much more of a, that's a much later concept. That's not a Vodah Zara. That's, that's something else. That's well, Hashem abandoned, so to speak, that concept of Hashem went away and yeah. put the keys, so to speak, in the hands. That's something that is part of the, that is a Vodazar. If you look at, let's take a look. Let's and only does his Ashkaka process for certain things. Okay. If you, if you look at the, at the Mimer here, he explained, okay, I'll, I'll just read, read this section to you. The truth is, I'll, I'll just go through it very quickly. That is the first generations that served the stars in the constellations, 
they knew that the Shafa that was coming down to the earth through the stars and the constellations, who, right, that it was, Lo shehem atzmam mashpim. Not that the sun and the moon themselves are doing it. Elisha Kodesh Baruch Mashpia al Yadam. That Hashem is giving over through them. Elisha Tahu, they made a mistake. Shachat Vachashu Shahashpa Shanishpa Memenu Yisbarach Ayidea Kochav Mazalz Hu Bechirasam. They thought that maybe that the sun and the moon had some choice. So Oklahoma wants uh, an extra 20 pounds. So they're trying to convince the sun to give it to Oklahoma instead of Kansas <coughs> or Texas, whatever. Okay, they made a mistake. They didn't realize that they don't have any Bechira. Right? They're just like an axe in his hands of the chopper. So they thought by bowing down to the sun, they'll get their extra 20 pounds of light. Because of their mistake, namely that they thought that, that the sun is going to choose itself how much is going where. In other words, they realized that they had 100 pounds. But they could choose maybe how many pounds go to Oklahoma and how many pounds go to Texas. Right? So they thought that they should give uh, thanks to them. It's the same idea. Like, for example, right? that, the, that the wine belongs to the restaurant owner, but you give a tip to the waiter. Right? Same idea. So their mistake was, if I serve, I bow down to the sun, I'm going to get more. That was mistake number one. Then they got to a bigger problem. What's the bigger problem? The second problem was that they thought that Hashem went on vacation. He said, you know what, you guys, you take charge. I'll leave you in charge of the house, and I'm going to go on vacation somewhere. Now, this, this idea was that now the sun and the moon are the ones that are deciding everything, right? Like the example of a king that put ministers in charge to run the nation, Yeah. On the one hand, they realize that the reason why the ministers have any power is just because the king set them up for power. But on the other hand, the king now went to Tahiti and put them in charge of the, of the nation. So they are, so to speak, running the nation. Right, and then the king is in Tahiti now, so he doesn't really get involved anymore in these things. Those are basically the two different levels. But in both levels, he explains in the brackets here, in both levels you have a positive that the other one doesn't have and a negative that the other one has. The name, the fact that the Goyim call Hashem the God of all gods. This includes both of these two, these two things. Namely, these two ways of looking at life. Even the lower one, so to speak, the one that says that Hashem went to Tahiti and got involved, right? So we still, he still call him the God of all gods. And basically acknowledging that their God is greater than them and he, and he runs them. 
right? Is only because Hashem gave them the Kayach to do it. In other words, they're calling their gods Elokai, but the bottom line is they realize that Hashem is the one that put them up to it, so to speak. Yeah? Like, for example, the, the ministers that, I sh- that the king set up. On the other hand, but even the second one, where the energy is coming from Hashem, and they're making the mistake that they have some sort of Bechira, how many pounds to Oklahoma and how many pounds to Texas, right? They also have a problem. And the problem here is that they're, they're giving some sort of power or some sort of choice. The fact that they're saying that they have some sort of choice to give 20 pounds to Oklahoma and not to Texas, right, is already an idea that they have Bechira of some sort. That Bechira is why they call them Elokai, right, is a problem because there is no Bechira. It's like Kagarzan Biyada Chaitzebo, right? So these are the two different issues. But going back to your question, they all agree that there's a God. Right? That's the idea. Okay. I think we went over time today. David, what, 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 what can we do to help you today? Uh, so what 